sometimes it's just good to learn from others who have been there before you, who have walked that path and want to share what they've learned along the way. Great thing about this is that here we are to help you take shortcuts to your entrepreneurial success. Let's go. Hello on this first episode of Insights from Entrepreneurial Women, we are speaking to the lovely Nicole. And Nicole and I are going to be chatting about branding, websites, and the why behind both of those things. Why do you need to actually have a brand if it's just you? (laughs) And what is this so important about having a website? And what is the purpose of your website? I hope you enjoy this amazing interview that I had heaps of fun with Nicole doing. Welcome everybody. Um, My name is Billy and today I have with me Nicole and we were chatting a couple of days ago and um, Nicole and I both have a passion for websites and we were just chatting about um, what the purpose of our websites were and um, one of the things when clients come to me um, and I'm helping them with the get oiling side of like the technical side of things one of the questions I like to ask them is well what's the purpose of your website what's your aim from your website and I quite often get a lot of blank looks here um, because people someone has told them oh you need a website for your business which is quite true (laughs) in many sense but they don't actually go into the why or the what of what they want for their website. So we're going to chat, Nicole and I are going to chat, um, and we've got um, some different skills in different areas. So it's going to be so much fun for you guys. Um, So firstly, I'm just going to quickly introduce, oh, Nicole, do you want to just quickly introduce yourself and let people know who you are? Well, like she said, my name's Nicole. um, And I love everything, branding, websites, techie, like that's kind of where I geek out. Um, but I also really love the pretty. So I am, uh, <laughs> I'm an advocate for marrying pretty with functional. So <laughs> yes, yes, this is awesome. Yes. Um, pretty is not always my forte. I just like to get it working and get going. <laughs> so, um, so I'm just going to quickly talk about, um, why you need a website and so the first thing is that you usually have a few main functions of your website now you may have all of these or you may just have one or two of these and the first thing a website can do for you and this as I said this is what your website's doing for you so everything you put on your website is there to create and nurture your business so always have that in mind when you're putting stuff on there. How is this going to help my business overall? Um, and the first thing is to inform people. So inform people about what you do. Hi, Claudette. Um, what you do, um, maybe some information on the things that you know about. Um, that's sort of informing people. So giving yourself some authority and credibility. Um, the second thing is to um, sell things. So, um, and I know a lot of you guys out there will have have, um, shops or um, Etsy links and Square links, all of those sorts of things on your website so that you can actually go, hey, guys, here's my products. Let me sell them to you Um, or let me, you know, serve you with those. And, um, yes, we're live, Claudette. (laughs) This isn't a recording today (laughs) right now. Um, And the third thing you can do with them is Um, grab their customer details um, using lead magnets, um, using blogs, landing pages, all of this stuff. So you're actually nurturing them 
um, not just on your website, but in your email list, maybe um, then into your Facebook group or other ways that you can nurture them. Um, so they're kind of the three main reasons to have a website. And so make sure all of your content then comes back to that, those three things. Like, is this informing your people? Is it nurturing them? Is it selling, you know, giving them the option to buy something for, from you? Or is it, um, you know, are you getting their details for some information as well? Hi, Joe. <laughs> I love to see people as they come. Um, and so um, the fourth thing, there's actually one other part of it. And now this is going into the pretty. And this is where Nicole is amazing. We're looking at brand recognition. Now, when people think of a brand, quite often they might think, oh, yeah, there's that logo. But brand is much more than a logo. And I'm just going to put a little plug in here for an Australian TV series because I absolutely love it. This is my relax geeking time. It's called The Gruen. And if you want to know how big brands um, work, some of them you might not know because they're Australian, but you'll get the amazing Aussie accent there anyway. <laughs> um, they talk about how and why big brands advertise the way they do and they really pull apart advertising campaigns and everything so have a look at the gruen g-r-u-e-n um, as a really good way to get some knowledge about brand and the things that nicole's going to give us some info on right now well firstly i just want to say um you know like Billy was saying, a lot of people, when they think about a brand, they think a logo. And, and while logos and fonts and colors are all part of a brand, they're just one small piece of it. And it's where most of us focus though, right? I mean, we're, we're, we're told to, that that's the most important thing and that that alone is going to get brand loyalty. And that is not how brown, uh, brand loyalty is earned. Uh, Branding is actually more of a vibe. It's a feeling, it's like a culture. So if you think about, um, think about brand loyalty in the terms of Coca-Cola versus Pepsi. Have you seen how they, those two opposing opinions will go at it? I mean, they are almost religious about their choice. And it, it, it's the same with Apple and Microsoft, right? Like I am an Apple girl through and through. It's not, and I don't buy Apple just because their phone does so many extra things that an Android doesn't, because let's face it, they all do the same things really, right? Yeah. Um, but like, I would be hard pressed to buy an Android product because I am so incredibly loyal to Apple. I've got Apple everything. <laughs> and um, I even, the payment processor I use is Square, which is completely Mac dominated and Apple don dominate, or dominated, right? So I am like through and through my whole business, it's all Apple. And you, you really couldn't pay me enough to switch. To a Microsoft product. There is no way I will. And it's because all, honestly, the Apple culture is me, right? It, it yeah. speaks to my demographic. Move. It speaks to my age group. It speaks to entrepreneurs that are creatives. And so yeah. it is my brand of choice. And so when you're thinking of your branding, you want to think about those same kind of things. Like how am I creating a culture? Um, you know, uh, as a, an example, if you look at some of the big 
even big teams inside network marketing companies and the way they brand their teams is important. You know, that even the cultures in, in those kinds of brands are something that people focus on. So yeah, much more than just a logo. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And so when we're just, and you know, what's really funny, I just going to put this out there. I have, I, I will probably never buy an Android phone, but I've never used a Mac. I'm always a PC girl. Oh, no. <laughs> you know what I find is funny is when people have Mac computers and then they use Microsoft software on their Mac. And I'm like, <laughs> why you just put a Chevette engine in a Ferrari? What are you doing? <laughs> oh, man. And, and, and it's, it's so these are big, big companies we're talking about, like global companies. And obviously they have quite a bit of money behind them in terms of branding and the ability then to look at and investigate culture and um, all of the the even the colors and everything that they use how can we then scale that to most of us here are um, small businesses or one person businesses Um, so how can we put that into a perspective for on our website that is going to be not only um, that is going to be able to create this culture and the functionality that we want. Well, so there's two ways I like to do it. First and foremost, it's your customer service, your customer service, how you uh, show up for your audience, how you show up for your customers and clients, their, their experience when they're working with you. Um, that's the one thing about when somebody takes a course of mine generally speaking, they're, they know that they're going to get a little bit more handholding than maybe if they took a course with somebody else, because that's just the kind of service that I offer. So then that kind of, that kind of works into my brand, right? So mm. people just know if I'm the type of person that I need a little extra one-on-one time, then, you know, my friends are going to probably refer, sorry, I'm speaking of somebody else who needs that kind of, their friends should refer them to me because that's the kind of experience they're going to get. That's part of my brand. And that's why I choose the colors I do. I want my colors to be welcoming and I want them to be soft and I want them to be kind of nurturing. And so that's why I use pinks and rose golds and, um, and then I anchor in blacks and, and, and charcoal grays because they're strength, right? So you can be soft, but you can be strong at the same time. And you can be, you know, powerful, but you can be vulnerable. And so that's kind of like how I've looked at my brand and in creating the experience that I want for my customers. And so that's, I would honestly, first and foremost, think about how you want to serve and how do you show up for your people? Because that is going to be the foundation of how you build a strong brand. And people will definitely have brand loyalty to that, especially if you're teaching them in the style that they like to learn. And um, it's the difference between some folks here, like in heart-centered moms, choosing who they, which course they want to take on how to build their website, whether they're choosing yeah. you or they're choosing somebody else, right? They're like, ah, I just love her accent. So I'm picking her. That's part of your brand, right? <laughs> it's like, she's so fun. And she's so, she's smiling all the time. She's so friendly. She's got to be awesome to work with. And so that's part of your brand, right? Yeah. Whereas some people are like, oh, she, yeah, she's looks a little too fluffy for me. She's just too happy all the time. I need something that's a little bit more, you know, data and rigid and linear, like, you know, so it, it really, it, your personality speaks to your brand as well. Yeah. 
And I think that's a big thing that um, you just touched on, that your personality and um, Leanne's just put in their customer service is paramount. And it's true. It's how you relate to people. And, yeah, so there's some people who are, and we're looking at the personality colours there and different things appeal to different people. Um, personally, uh, I, I'm not a pink girl. <laughs> I'm, I'm pink uh, is not in my branding colors <laughs> just because that's just not me I'm a red girl <laughs> um, and so when we're looking at this in our website as well we want to make sure that we, so we've got consistency in our branding and that also comes across in the way that we actually use our website and um, that have people interacting with our website so um, and this could come across as videos so some people as we're just um, speaking different people do interact in different ways so um, blog posts work for some people really well because they love to sit there and and have a read and videos work for other people because that's the way they actually communicate best and so when we're thinking about our website we've got we want our purpose ultimately I just told you those three or four things that our our website does ultimately is to engage our customers and serve our customers is like the big overarching thing so we want to make sure we're serving them well you see how like, oh, i've got a little bit of time I'm like yay <laughs> um and so um what i would love to hear from um from you nicole if you've got any questions for me feel free to ask away as well um but when we're um branding and you just talked about colors as well um, can you speak into that um, space of how important colours in your website? So this is the pretty part. And because pretty, let me just say that the, the colour, I like all colours really. Um, <laughs> give me bold, bright colours um, any day. Um, but how do, you, how do colours then translate into that customer experience across your website? So I love using the colors and personality types when I'm thinking about creating funnels. So when I think about creating that customer experience of how I take them from, you know, their first introduction to me, all the way nurturing them, educating them, supporting them all the way through to say a point of sale for a product or a service that serves their needs, I think about it in terms of, well, what kind of person are they? You know, what, what, like it, what color are they? If they're red, I don't want a really long sales page because the red has zero patience for it. It's going to give me the goods. I want to know what's going on. Yeah. How much is it going to cost points. me? And let me go. Right. <laughs> Whereas, you know, I wouldn't put a ton of um, factual information for a blue type personality either. Like you want them to be able to be interacting and having fun and watching a video or the biggest thing right now with blues is quizzes. Oh my gosh. You can't keep them from jumping on those quizzes. They are all over them and they love being told more about themselves in a fun way, right? Like they just love it. Yeah. Yellows they wanted, they want to know not so much, you know, how this, product or service is necessarily serving them, them, but how it's going to give them a skill set that they're going to be able to serve others. Right. So they're really keen on those types of things. And then greens, they just, they just want the, the facts, right? Like, give me the science, give me the data. I want to go give me the resources that I can go away and research to make sure you know what you're talking about. And then I'll be back to purchase. Right. Yeah. So that's how yeah. they work. So when you're thinking about whatever your product or service is, you want to think about, well, how can I communicate to each of these groups, but not have to create four funnels for every product or service? Right? Yeah, I was so going to say, it almost sounds like that. 
a little bit of each thing into your funnels, then, you know, that can work that way. I mean, you're not going to appease all of them, right? All at the same time. Plus looking at your demographic, do you generally speak to greens? Well, then Mm. maybe your funnels need to be a little bit more green dominant, right? Mm. Do you generally speak to yellows? Then you should probably, or blues, you should probably lead most of your video or your funnels with videos instead of giving like a free ebook or something you might have a free video training or maybe that ebook is is delivered in the form of a video versus an ebook right so you can there's different ways that you can take your content that you plan to serve them with and then tweak it so that it's going to appeal to that personality type yeah and just what you're saying about because i'm whenever i take these personality tests 70 percent red 30% green and there's not much left over for blue and yellow but we're working on those areas because I think they're really fun people (laughs) and as well so um, but what I um, one of the ways that I then can incorporate this into my website is that you are just realized I'm really dark compared to my background anyway (laughs) all good Um, is that when we're looking at a sales page for example that we can incorporate um, buttons like for the reds you put one at the front For the greens, you put one right at the bottom because then there's been all the information and you can stick a video in halfway or a learn more or a, you know, something like that in the middle that the blues are then going to flick through maybe the the words and they go, oh, video. And here we go and have something bright there that, you know, bright and shiny that they can, (laughs) that they can be attracted to do. So then you can actually do that all in the one page um, and, and be able to appeal to different people without as you said you don't want to create four different funnels for every single product because that's going to take too much of your time and you have to then monitor four things <laughs> um because one of the things about that yeah exactly <laughs> one of the things that once you've created something it's not just about the creation of it then we've got to actually go well did this work and we can start to analyze it and go hey you know what this funnel that I've created for myself, whether it is a lead magnet, whether it's a blog that's then got a clickable link, um, or it is a step-by-step funnel that may have a, you know, for larger products, you may have a conversation or something like that um, in there as well. And did this work for, like, did, did this funnel get the outcome that I was hoping for? And so we do need to keep analyzing our websites as it, go, it goes along. They're never going to be a static thing. Um, and a static website is a dead website. So we're always going to have these things. And I'd encourage you to, to update. And I really encourage you, if this is not your area of expertise, that is totally fine. <laughs> if updating your website and everything is, is not your area of expertise, that's fine. But everybody needs to be able to tweak their website, in my opinion. Um, that they need to be able to go in and go, oh, that, that I want to change that picture or I want to update some words. I just, I need a new lead magnet. These are little things that you can do. And I believe anyone can do the, those little things, putting together the whole website. Nicole and I, we've both got um, help people that can you can help with that. Once it's up and running though, we want you to have the skills to tweak it so that you don't have to message one of us and go, oh, um, I can't quite do this. And it's just, it's a two second job that really it's going to be more efficient if you do it yourself. And that's long-term as well. Um, and so making sure you've got some skills there, um, and which is what um, in my um, one-on-one sessions that you can grab, not only do I help you out with whatever you need help with, I actually teach you how to do it 
and give you that recording. So you can go do that thing again yourself later on. Um, and I know Nicole has got an amazing little program coming up. Would you like to tell us really quickly um, about your funnel package that is starting in January? Well, the funnel, um, it's actually already started. So oh, we're started. going to make that already. We're week two going into uh, the, on Wednesday, we'll be going week three. Oh my goodness. We're, we're like halfway through already. So um, that's just where I, I literally coach you. I, I understand that, you know, the idea generation and how you're going to create that customer experience isn't always easy for everybody to map out. And so I've taken the time to create a six week coaching program where we go through exactly that. We take your product or service and we work backwards all the way to the front so that um, your funnel is completely operational after six weeks. So we teach you the tech part, but we teach you the idea generation part as well. So excellent, awesome. And um, yeah, if you don't quite have that idea yet, <laughs> so there's some people here going, oh, well, I've got my website and now you've asked me what it's for and I don't know. <laughs> and I'm in a bit of the, uh-oh, what do I do next? Um, one of the things that I love doing with people is spending half an hour to an hour up to you, um, which one you want and actually going through your website, asking you a few questions. And we just discuss some tweaks you could make to, um, to get it to honing in on those things that we talked about, whether it's, um, getting customer email addresses, whether it's selling your products or, um, nurturing your customers in other ways and actually making sure all of the different parts of your website focus in on those points. Um, and so the link's just right there in, um, in the uh, description of the video as well for that. Um, and starting January, if you're taking a step back even further and you're not sure what this idea is <laughs> that your website is heading towards, January 4th, we're, I'm starting my first um, group of people running through um, getting an idea to business, right through to business. Um, and so taking that idea and going, I've I've thought about this idea. I don't know what I want to do with it. Um, how are we going to get it onto the ground running? Um, so it starts January 4th. So have it um, in a special price for that because it's um, the first group going through and Nicole's going to be part of that as well. So she will be in the group and there's some amazing ladies. Leanne's going to be coming to talk to that. And this is, I'm super excited by the way, Leanne, because this is all about office organization. She's going to be teaching us how to help keep our office spaces in order because that's an important part of business. And Lauren DeSilver is going to be coming in and talking to us about boundaries in the workplace. So this all fits in together um, with creating this, um, this business that is yours and that is going to meet the needs of you and your family. So I'm really excited about that. Um, is there anything else you'd love to, like to say, Nicole, before we jump off? No, I think... Um... I think we covered a lot. There's uh, lots of comments saying there's some gold nuggets being shared. So that's awesome. I'm just yeah. really happy everybody uh, enjoyed the, the call. And yeah, um, obviously I don't have any special links other than just my website because that's the hub that's that so is funny. me. And that's where all my stuff is because I have a functional website. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you want to yeah. look at something as an example of a functional website, um, going to Billy's website and going to my website um, are, are two prime examples of how you can make a website mm. actually function for you. And it becomes, it comes, becomes an income generating tool for you. So yeah. it's not just like we said, it's not just a pretty website, but it's actually performing 
Yeah, and that's yeah, and if we're putting all this effort into our websites, we want them to perform. Um, because we're not our businesses are not charities. We love to give things away, but yep. in the end, you you need to that income to be able to sustain us. So um so that's all of us too. <laughs> not, not just Especially me. when you can't really you can't really rely on social media these days. If that's mm. your whole strategy for nurturing and supporting your customer base, I think I think you may want to reevaluate that, right? Yeah. Like it's it, it's a part a place where you're yeah. going to need to be able to support your people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think in the near future. I mean, if you look at just what Martha posted the other day. Yeah, expand network marketing companies, and I think that's the way that a lot of companies are, or a lot of software is going. So, yeah, I think, I, yeah, it's definitely. I, I feel like that might even be a um, another video in itself. <laughs> is <laughs> what role does social media play in our businesses? Um, so we are going to jump off, and thank you so much for those who have joined us live, and for those watching the replay. Feel free to reach out to us if you've got any more questions about branding, about the functionality of your website and about the purpose of your website and how it's going to serve you and your business. We'll talk to you guys later.